Friends, before we begin, let me mention that Tracks for the Journey is available in a book series. I've revised and expanded each podcast as an essay for you to enjoy. Search on Amazon with my name and the Tracks for the Journey title. There you'll find Volumes 1, 2, or 3, available in paperback or Kindle edition. Or you can go to my website for a direct link to find these and other resources. Thanks for listening today. Hello everyone, I'm Larry Payne, your host on Tracks for the Journey, and I want to report to you that as we turn the calendar for the spring months ahead, a few stirrings are beginning to show on my farm in the northwest corner of Texas. A set of onions is ready for the garden. Rain is more common than snow. The pansies offer bright colors in spite of the cold. It seems something good is stirring outside. And I'm glad to report to you that good things are stirring at the Bright Star Studio as Season 3 draws near. Season 3 will kick off in the middle of February. But I was so excited, I wanted to share with you some updates about past episodes and previews for 2021. update I want to share concerns the most popular episode in 2020. It was the discussion of racial justice entitled The Matter of Black Lives. Since you listened to that broadcast in July, America has stumbled on, sometimes backward, sometimes forward. The tragedy of police power misused against people of color has continued. Jacob Blake's death in Kenosha brought riots, Walter Wallace died in Philadelphia, federal troops were removed from Portland, and President Trump tried to win votes by announcing support for anti-lynching laws. But we can also talk about steps forward. Those have included the NFL, beginning the fall football season with a media campaign supporting Black Lives Matter, the election of more people of color to offices than ever before, and the historic and celebrated moment when Kamala Harris took the oath of office as vice president, the first black and first woman to hold the office. President Biden has marched forward himself, nominating the most diverse cabinet in history and signing several executive orders. One reverses the racist policies of the Trump immigration fiasco. Another honors the rights of transgender soldiers to serve, and a final one implements fair housing policies. I hope all my listeners have taken some action to promote racial justice since we talked in July. If you haven't, a good place to start is in your reading list. In November, nine of the top ten bestsellers at Barnes & Noble were books on race. A first step in seeking a more just society certainly would be learning about racism in our past and present. I think this means more than 
agreeing that the rhetoric of hate from the Ku Klux Klan 50 years ago, or even today's Proud Boys, is wrong. It demands a painful look at how systemic racism pervades our society today in health care, education, immigration, employment, policing, and religion. Yes, even in religion. Some Christian leaders today promote a nationalism that excludes people of color and other faiths from power. I want to challenge you to read any of the strong works on racial justice that are available today. Some of the most popular titles are So You Want to Talk About Race, How to Be an Anti-Racist, White Fragility, or Be the Bridge. All of these have a strong message that will disturb white persons just like me. And frankly, that's exactly what we need after 400 years of sanitizing our immoral treatment of fellow human beings who bear the image of God just like I do. After this process of education, then we can gain perspective and take action in 2021. Let's continue our look backward at what we covered in 2020 and what's happened since then. The least popular episode, at least in terms of downloads, waded into the issue of the climate crisis. The Blue Marble in Crisis discussed the inconvertible reality of man-made climate change. I offered perspectives from theology and biblical teachings about our sacred responsibility to be stewards of God's world. I'm sorry you missed it, but it is still available. The year will be remembered for bad news. It was the third hottest year on record. More mega-billion-dollar disasters happened than in any other 12-month period in history, with more hurricanes and more wildfire destruction than ever before. Just recently, Scientists reported there seems to be an acceleration of trends for the warming to come faster than predicted. But there was also some good news. The pandemic economic recession showed how much better the climate could be without so much man-made pollution. China agreed on a goal to be carbon neutral in a few decades. The European Union adopted a Green Deal as a centerpiece of economic planning. Renewable energy companies soared in value, and even the entrenched oil companies began to shift their resources towards renewables. Most important, President Biden made the climate a central part of his campaign. On the first day in his office, he committed the U.S. to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement and directed the EPA to actually do what Congress created it to do. He also established the first-ever Office of Domestic Climate Policy and halted further destructive oil production on leased federal lands. These are good steps that may change our future for the better. But let's talk about our own reactions. What am I doing to be a steward of this one and only planet? How about you? I think it's important to get a personal strategy right now. Could you recycle or trade off that old gas guzzler? 
Or how about writing to your congressman to support the new regulations? An important question to ask as we stand at the verge of a new year is, will my grandchildren be glad for what I did in 2021? Let's look at one final update. One of the most popular episodes was entitled The School of Hard Knocks Commencement Speech. I talked about the struggle for truth, which emerged during the year. As Americans discuss politics, religion, health measures in the pandemic, the climate, and racial issues. After reviewing the fight for facts and unbiased data and a reasonable narrative, I said, quote, We must engage our heart and mind to work on thorny ethical issues with complex factors at every turn. End quote. At the end of the episode, I urge that we would all, quote, seek the common truths that hold us together in this struggle, end quote. Well, as they say in the old movie trailers, that episode was ripped from the headlines. The stunning events of January 6th blew this struggle for truth into gigantic headlines. The U.S. House and Senate ratified the proven and fair Electoral College results that showed Joe Biden was the duly elected president. It smashed the narrative of a stolen election. Yet at the same moment, hundreds of domestic terrorists stormed the halls of the Capitol in an armed coup attempt. Their minds had been brainwashed, and I use that term with a very clear sense of intention, to believe a version of the election that was unreal and devious. It was a spectacle unlike anything in American history. Thankfully, within hours, Americans reacted to call out and censor the liars, including the chief architect, then-President Donald Trump. The seeking of truth is not over as we start 2021. Investigations and criminal proceedings will bring out more depth about the scope of this campaign to distort and deny the rule of law. I really predict that the results will shock us. This same struggle for facts and reasonable narrative and unbiased data has infected all the other issues that I mentioned a moment ago. It's true that we hear more voices today than ever before, but I think it's also true we have less grasp of the meanings for what we hear, which can really make a better life. Friends, I know the struggle to know what is true is difficult. Those who crave power and money will do everything to spin the facts and narrate the story to their advantage. It's always been this way. The answer in 2021 is not more censorship, but more investigation, more reasoning, and more publicity, which enables us to make decisions. Facts must be checked and interpretations made transparent. So find the news sources that are reputable and balanced, keep asking questions, and please become the adult in the room as you talk about this with others. We 
you've taken enough time to look back at history in 2020 in the episodes that you listened to, I'm excited about what's coming in 2021. I'm certainly praying that 2021 will be a better year all around the world. And I can assure you that Tracks for the Journey will bring some clear direction to build up your well-being during these months ahead. So what's coming up? Well, first, I'm preparing a big announcement about the expansion of Tracks into new areas of communication. I can't say much about it, but stay tuned. I'm also excited about the episodes that we have planned for the year. The first one considers grief and our beliefs about the afterlife. After a year full of such tragic loss, I know this is an important topic. Another issue we'll tackle is Christian nationalism and how this mix-up of faith and historical interpretation has brought anxiety to so many millions of people. It is one of the factors that led to January 6th. I think it's important that we understand what's happened. A third episode will go deep into the science of our emotional states with insights from the Bible on how we can regulate these from health, for health and some wonderful tools based in psychological science that you can use for well-being. Another episode will be talking about parenthood and that famous commandment that Moses gave in the book of Exodus. What can this mean for our spiritual life and emotional health in the 21st century? I think it can mean a lot. I'm so grateful for each of you who have listened to even one episode of the podcast. If you liked it, share a recommendation with a friend, and let's keep on the journey for better well-being in 2021. Thank you for tuning in to this preview and update segment of Tracks for the Journey. I'm Larry Payne, your host, and I invite you to join me on the Tracks for the Journey Facebook page. You can also email me at trackspodcast at mail.com. Tracks for the Journey is recorded at the Bright Star Studio, all rights reserved. Original music by Jan Bork through Epidemic Music. Scripture is from the NIV. Let's keep trekking on the path to well-being in this new year. <laughs>